the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your best financial partner. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says the Fed is not expecting a U.S. or a global recession anytime soon. Our main expectation is not at all that there'll be a recession. I did mention, though, that there are these risks, and we're monitoring them very carefully, and we're conducting policy in a way that will will address them. But no, I wouldn't see the recession as the most likely outcome for the United States or for the world economy, for that matter. And he says that trade policy is causing what he calls some uncertainty, but says overall the U.S. consumer is in good shape. Top Bahamas officials say search and rescue teams are still trying to reach some communities isolated by floodwaters and debris after Hurricane Dorian. Meanwhile, tropical storm force winds now ruffling southeastern Massachusetts as Dorian continues his northward trek, the center of the storm this morning, about 140 miles southeast of Nantucket. This is SRN News. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440 on a job Saturday. Yes, it's the jobs report week. We always look forward to that because we love to dig deep into these data and tell you everything that's going on. Also, we had uh, a couple speeches. Gosh, actually, there was just a lot. If you follow the Federal Reserve, it was a it was a rich environment of speeches, but uh, capped off by uh, by uh, Chair Powell being in Zurich at the Swiss National Bank uh, and uh, answering questions from. some of its people. Um, I had the pleasure on Wednesday of interviewing uh, Neil Kashkari, not interviewing, but moderating a conversation with Neil Kashkari, but a little bit of interview. I got to stick a few questions of my own in. Um, We're not going to play any of that for you just because it's Job Saturday. We'll just save some of that. We'll save some of those things for next week. And frankly, uh, the information shared by, by shared by uh, Jay Powell yesterday probably should dominate what we heard from any of the Fed governors uh, to do that. But first of all, and importantly, the jobs report is once more, it's, um, we'll we'll hear a phrase, I think, in one of the clips we have today, of it's a choose-your-own-adventure kind of um, uh, jobs report. If you want to find something wrong with it, it wasn't hard. The press, okay, because it turned out President Trump had tweeted about how awesome the jobs report is the day before the jobs report is put out. That is an absolute no-no, okay? Does he see the report before it goes out? According to most observers, I and I don't know this to be definitively true, but in order that they can be prepared to have the press people out so that so that they can prepare talking points for Larry Kudlow, whoever they send out from the from the White House to discuss the jobs report Friday morning. They've got an advanced copy that's embargoed, but they would receive it sometime Thursday afternoon. But he was tweeting about it Thursday morning. And so I will say it is it is very unlikely that he had actually seen the report before he tweeted about it. It doesn't mean he's wrong. It also means that there's a that you can stop the conspiracy theory that somehow BLS was giving uh, the president an extra early peek at good jobs numbers. A, they don't do that. There's no. It, there's come on. There, if this is this had happened, I'm quite certain we would have heard about it some way somehow. That did not happen. And secondly. If he was talking about the jobs number, he probably was talking, everyone's saying, but he's wrong. He didn't talk about the jobs number. 
At 130,000, uh, at 130,000, the payroll number was below the Wall Street expectation, which was somewhere in the 150s. Um, and that 130 number included, as I've mentioned uh, last week on the show, uh, included t- census workers. So there are 25,000 new jobs created for people who are going to work on the census. They will work through next April, and by May they'll start to let they'll start to unemploy them. Now, because they're using better techniques, the bump in census hiring will be smaller than we would normally see, than we've seen in other census years. So, usually, again, it begins in the latter half of the of the ninth year of the decade. Okay, 2019. And yes, for me, the decade begins with with 2011 not 2010 2010 was the end of the previous decade and then and then in 2020 you'll be at peak census workers for about four months and then they'll start to they'll start to uh let them let them go and and run off uh and that will continue probably through about september of 2020 and so we will make sure that we're talking about it in both directions. If we're going to say somehow that, that and I, I hate this language, that somehow presidents get credit for good economic numbers and blame for bad economic numbers, they have very, very little to do with it. But you know that a lot of the talk about, well, it included 25,000 census workers. This is something that most of the financial press would not pay attention to Unless they thought it would help a story that the, a narrative that they are already trying to tell, then the narrative that's out there. This is not an anti-Trump narrative per se, although it's not helpful to his to his case for re-election. But the narrative out there is the economy's weak, and so if you can take the one thirty number and then shave off twenty five more from that, so that you already had a drop, and now you're going to now you're going to take that out, so you're now into a hundred and five x census. Now you can really tell your story. Okay, there were additional public sector jobs out there, so on the private sector numbers, they were uh, they were much worse than we than we had expected. That ni- at ninety six thousand jobs, and the July number was revised down on private sector by an additional seventeen thousand jobs. So if you wanted to do the the man, the economy's kind of weak, I don't see much out there, it's not going well, you could you could say that. You could have said that. Um, and, and and I think that that's in, in I think that's in fact uh, uh, kind of what, what happened in the, uh, in the information yesterday. Indeed, let me play a clip. This was from yesterday here on Business 1440 where you're listening to the King Banging Show right now. But yesterday on Bloomberg Markets, that you also can hear here on fourteen forty, you would have you would have heard this this comment from um, from uh, Vince Signorella. He is a he is a, a reporter for for Bloomberg, and uh, he had this to play. This is cut number seven. Uh, uh, I, I think this is right. This is cut number seven, uh, Andrew. Well, I'll tell you, Larry is right, and he's stealing my thunder, the rat. I wrote about this about seven years ago when I was with the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> August is a, a seasonally adjusted month. Um, it 
often is revised higher. Last year in 2018, the number was a blowout, like 280-something, and then September was revised lower. So you kind of look at the August jobs data, and you treat it like figure skating. You throw out the high and the low, and, and you get somewhere of an average over the summer. So that's and that's basically where this this is. Uh, it it that number is always got some fluctuation to it. And 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 the Larry he's referring to is of course Larry Kudlow. I'll play I'll play a little bit of that that uh, that will be in a clip that I'll play later. You'll hear it uh, it in the probably in the next segment. But uh, Larry of course was out doing the full tour. We've got cuts of him both from uh, both from CNBC and I believe from Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg Television uh, yesterday out talking about it, and we'll play those. But if you're going to go dig around in that information, let me let me let me just point out to you in the establishment data, 130 with 96 was on the on that on the uh, private sector numbers. The almost all of the change that you saw, though, was it was very interesting to me, in insofar as that's uh, t- you had a gain of twelve thousand in the goods producing sector with construction ex- uh, construction up fourteen thousand and interestingly manufacturing where everyone's talking about we're in a manufacturing recession they revised the July number to still a positive four thousand jobs and August preliminary number was at three thousand jobs so there's still a very small gain in that number. Okay, uh, excuse me. Uh, in, uh, that's in non-durables. I'm reading the right. I'm reading the wrong number. No, I am reading the right number. Um, Four thousand and three thousand. That's correct. Um, so, and indeed, the goods-producing sector actually went up. So, if you dig around in this thing, the goods-producing sector, which has been, you know, subject to lots of press, the ISM reports, purchasing manager indices. Um, these other these other markers of industrial production, which have all been pointing negative, actually the employment numbers out yesterday were in a positive direction. So it's kind of odd. Where you saw the declines was in retail trade down eleven thousand workers. Uh, temporary help services were up fifteen thousand, which is often a, a a a bullish indicator because temporary workers frequently can become permanent workers later on. That might be some of the pickup that's in hiring that's happening as well. Uh, but you, you, where you see the negative numbers are are in our sort of broad variety of, uh, of areas, but particularly in the education sector. In the, it, and this is where that seasonally adjust, seasonal adjustment thing that Signorella talked about really happens. You have teachers who leave teaching for the summer and then they come back and they frequently come back in august or they come back in september and it's always a little weird about how it is that they they come back on so the way in which you have to do that because you're you're measuring that number in a week before the start of the new school year depending on on the on the relation of the of that week to the week that starts the school year you can't be sure when those teachers come back on. So that's part of the number that's going to get revised. And we'll have to see what happens. We'll see we'll have to see what happens in that in that number going forward. But I'll just put it to you this way. For the most part the payroll report 
soft, but we expected it to be soft. It is soft in places that are in more low-paying jobs and in the places where we thought there'd be softness in good-paying jobs in the goods-producing sector, it wasn't soft. So maybe it wasn't as bad as, as we thought it was. We'll talk more about that right after this. Oh my goodness, he found the sunny right away here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Business 1440 in Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program. If you love radio as much as we do, consider joining us by having your own show. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on Host Your Own Program. This station is owned and operated by Salem Media Group. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. Join us on the first Saturday of every month for Jobs Saturday, right here on The King Banyan Show.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show. I was talking, I think I talked about this on the show last week, but I was talking with uh, my uh, with Andrew, and I think I was talking with you. I think I talked about it on the air. There's a documentary of Blue Note Records that's out, which I think is a celebration of their 80th year. So they started in 1930, they started in 1939. But basically to preserve a lot of the jazz in that post-war era, and... And uh, there was a little scene in, in it which had Sonny Rollins in it. I mentioned it to uh, Andrew, and of course he's playing it. So thank you for that, Andrew. Hey, want to remind you that on uh, September 24th, you can join uh, our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, uh, welcoming best-selling author Michelle Malkin to the Twin Cities at the Ames Center down in Burnsville. She'll be discussing her brand-new book, Open Borders Incorporated, Who's Funding America's Destruction, which hits bookshelves right about now. In her book, Michelle follows the money and teaches us how to, how, just how powerful special interest groups are keeping our country's borders open. Okay, and, and she's going to basically talk about immigration more generally. I just checked. There's like three elite VIP seats where you can get a meet and greet with her beforehand. Um, there are like three slots left as I looked at the ticket at the ticketing page for that. So if you're gonna if you're gonna want to get a chance to meet her, you better get on that soon, or you're gonna miss it. Okay, but there's still seats available, and seats uh, seats in the balcony are only gonna cost you twelve dollars and eighty cents. Okay, just like just like AM twelve eighty the Patriot. So you just want to go to go to our page at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, click on the banner that shows you uh, Michelle Malkin, and uh, go forth and get your tickets. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. We are live today. 651-289-4477. Of course, live means that it's Saturday between 9 and 11. If you're listening to us on Sunday morning, I'm on the golf course. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> It is Job Saturday here on the King Dane Show, and uh, and a lot uh, as as we we were ta- outlining the the payroll side of the jobs report. There actually is uh, in the jobs report, I think, pretty good news. I see somewhat of this rotation. It's really interesting. If you look at the at some of the data on output and demand measures using like the the. ISM measures for from the purchasing managers and so forth, you would get from that uh, information that says that says uh, that the manufacturing sector and more generally the goods producing sector are in decline. But as you look at these data, you still see those those sectors rising, and where the declines have happened have been in more in in areas where where the jobs are a little more low-paying, like in leisure and hospitality. It, it lost 3,000 jobs in July. It actually gained back 12,000 in August, which which, which uh, it works in the opposite direction of where I'm saying. But, for example, retail tr- trade, down 12,000 jobs in June, down 5,100 jobs in July, preliminarily 11,100 jobs in August. And if I look at the, uh, and if I look across at the, at the, that the diffusion index in manufacturing, even though it's decelerating, the diffusion index is just measuring the number of industries where employment is increasing less than uh, as a share of all of those industries. We're still at 51.3%. So you still have more than half of manufacturers 
producing, but that number has gone from about 60% two months ago to that 51.3 number today. Overall, from 60% for all private sector uh, industries, not manufacturing and non-manufacturing, it's gone from about 60% to 53.5%. So some additional sectors have been in decline over the last two months. But we're not yet at a number where that's dropping. When that starts to drop into the 40s, now you're concerned that whatever growth we're seeing is in a smaller and smaller sector and more sectors are rolling over. And there is a tendency, there is a a positive correlation or co-movement. Industries move up and down together. Okay, so we're watching that number. The other areas where you're seeing some, some nice increases... Weekly payroll numbers were up seven tenths percent. Weekly hourly earnings up four tenths of percent. And important and importantly, average hourly earnings were up eleven cents. Okay, that puts an annual rate of growth to wages of three point two percent. And in a world where we're not seeing what that means is, and this is sustainable because. In a world where we've got about one and a half percent inflation, we've got three point two percent. 3.2% wage growth, that means you can afford this as long as your productivity growth is at between 155 and 2%. The exact number be 1.7, but somewhere in that area, right? And that right is where productivity is right now. Productivity is growing in that 1.5 range, which if it sustains at that number, is a pretty healthy productivity growth rate. We would like that to be over 2, but at 1.5, it's not bad at all. And it means it means something very interesting. And 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 I was uh, chatting on Facebook with a uh, colleague of mine, uh, one of my one of my other faculty here in the economics department at St. Cloud State, and we're having a bit of an argument about whether or not you can actually have um, whether or not you can actually have an inverted yield curve that doesn't that doesn't mean a recession is happening. And I was reading something that was very interesting because it was some, from the San Francisco Federal Reserve and was pointed to by John Cochran, who, if you listen to the show regularly, I quote him pretty regularly. He's, a, he's an economist at the Booth School uh, and, and at, the, in, at the University of Chicago and a fellow at the uh, Hoover Institute out at Stanford. Um, and what they point out is that at points in time when the supply of when the supply side of the economy is growing rapidly you would expect people to forecast disinflation or slight or maybe even a slight deflation and that would tip the yield curve without necessarily meaning that you're heading into a recession or at least it would be so so there's two ways in which the yield curve could drop one of them could be that that you've tightened up the supply of credit so much that short rates have gone up faster than long rates have gone up, uh, and that's usually a sign that we're going to tip over because because demand has been constrained. Demand, but the question is: Is demand constrained in the economy, or is supply growing rapidly? And is that what's holding down prices? And if it is holding down prices and supply is growing, productivity is growing, technology is growing, it may be the case that prices would be naturally forecast to decline or at least to grow very slowly in the long run, and you could get a somewhat inverted yield curve. Now, 
I will say one more time, because everyone thinks when I say this, You can go back and find times when you've had this happen without an inversion of the yield curve. The problem is to go find those, you have to go back to the 19th century. I've just put, I, I've just purchased and started to, started to at least uh, 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 peruse um, uh, a book, uh, a, a very famous book on the history of interest rates, and this one goes all the way back to Mesopotamia. All right, I mean, I'm I'm reading things, you know, I'm reading, you know, prehistory. Uh, and and interest rates, uh, written by Scylla and Jones. I, I can tweet to you the uh, the the uh, a link to the Amazon for this. It's a it is an old book that's been been now in its fourth edition, but it was originally written in the 1960s. And I read it while I was in graduate school. I put it aside after, and it would have been in second edition by then. But when I saw that there had been a fourth edition put out that had actually incorporated the great recession of 2008 it's like maybe i should go get that and since it's not going to be in my library here at the university i said i'll just put it on my shelf so now we have it this might be a supply side lead lead expansion maybe it's happening without seeing that big uptick in investment that we were looking for from from the tax cut maybe it's happening somewhat more organically than being generated that way now having said those things uh, point out average weekly earnings up a, a nice and healthy six dollars and 58 cents that's about that's about a four and a half percent gain if you look at production workers their average hourly earnings went up three and a half percent year over year through august these data are quite quite strong so i understand the anomaly that people are talking about of what they what they see being being in here and you still will get commentaries like this let's go ahead this is tad Ravel from tcw an investment house uh, in in wall street uh, he was on bloomberg radio yesterday here on on business 1440 this is cut number 10 i thought it was a weak report actually i think that um uh when you look at the year over year change in the uh, actual non-farm payroll numbers, the number of people at work, it's at the lowest growth rate since I think maybe 2011. It was rising something like 1.3% on a year-over-year basis. Very disappointing. It's possible, of course, that it could get revised, but notwithstanding that, I think it, it's actually pretty clear that the jobs market has slowed down quite a bit. And I, So he may say that, and yet, how is it we can end up with a household survey where the labor force participation rate grew to the highest rate since 2013 and the employment to population ratio is now at the highest rate since 2008? Answers to that coming up right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Now back to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. That's nice. By the way, just as a, a, a note here, um, we'll have to do it at the end, but just in case. So you can send out a quick message uh, to us on Twitter at PoundKBRS. Andrew will be leaving us uh, this week and uh, going on to uh, bigger, better things. And um, we we say a fair, a fond farewell to him of all the producers I've had. He's the one that likes jazz the best. Um, this is an appreciated uh, uh, talent uh, here on the on the King Banyan Show. So thank you, thank you, Andrew. We'll 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 do a more proper goodbye here at the end of the show today. 
651-289-4477, the number to call. By the way, I just have to ask this. I was in a, uh, I, I went to a an, an event for a local business development group that had just recently helped uh, an area an area business that uh, is a distributor of um, of uh, beer, wine, etc. Uh, would build out a new warehouse, so they set this event in this warehouse, and I see these pallets upon pallets, like stacked on top of each other, of hard seltzer. And I'm thinking to myself, who on earth is drinking that, and why do they have so much of this? This is is this where they put the stuff that won't sell? Because, because, boys and girls, I've tried hard seltzer. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Okay? If I want something that's like that, I tell you what I get. There's, a, there's, this, there's this lovely seltzer water, not hard, okay, at, uh, at your local, uh, and I think I'm allowed to mention the company, uh, at your local Trader Joe's that contains uh, ginger and lime juice. Zero calorie. And about as refreshing as refreshing can be. Okay, it's my jam. When I when I'm looking for a seltzer, that's what I want. But listen to this. This is from uh, Morning Consult Brand Intelligence. Uh, data tracking data finds that the share of consumers who know about White Claw, which was the stuff that was in this 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 uh, place, is why it triggered me, has doubled in the last year from twenty to forty percent. 51% of 21 to 29-year-olds are now aware of the brand. Okay? These are the people who are going to pay your Social Security. Just saying. 651-289-4477. White Claw users, you go to the back of the line. Uh, we're talking about the jobs report here on the show. And we're, we're looking at, we and we're making this transition. Because we've given you the jobs report, which, again... No doubt the top, the, the top line number is a disappointment. It's below what we thought. There was weakness in some places. As you, heard, as you heard said, those numbers can be bouncy and so forth. However, if you look at the, if you look at the household survey, and remember, right? There's always two surveys in the jobs report. My regular listeners are used to me saying this once a month. So here's your monthly warning. <coughs> the jobs report is two. Two, two surveys in one, and one of those one of those surveys is the payroll survey, which we've we're now done with, and now we're doing the household survey. And the household survey is where we get the unemployment rate from, three point seven percent. You'd say, okay, well, uh, probably the surrounding area. What's bad? But then you look then you look under the hood, and you say, oh wait, the civilian labor force rose five hundred and seventy one thousand persons in the month. Now, very possibly. Very possibly, this is a one-off thing, right? And it can reverse. We always want to be careful about that. The number of people employed, up 590,000. And even the naysayers are like, well, we don't know why that happened. Maybe it's going to reverse next month. Yep, it might. But what if it was real? What if the number of people that were in the labor force actually jumped to buy up to 63.2 which again the highest number since 2013 what if the pop employment to population ratio which is a number that i always point to because it's the number you can least skew 
rose to 60.9, the highest level we've seen since two, December 2008. At the beginning of at, at the beginning of the recession. Well, it's not beginning of recession, but but six months into the recession. So we're almost back, almost back to the numbers we had before the Great Recession. What if that What if that was true? Number of people actually employed, despite the fact that 571,000 people joined the workforce, 19,000 fewer people unemployed in August than in, than in July. Is that a rounding error? Is that statistical noise? Yeah, very possibly so. But what if that was true? It's just really, really interesting. As you, as you look to see where these folks are coming from, this was interesting to me, where they might be going is that many of them may in fact be engaged in part-time work. The number of people working part-time jumped 397,000 ju- workers to a level of about 4.3 million. So that's almost, that's about an 8-9% increase in that number. That's really a, a very large increase. And the number saying that because of slack work conditions, slack business conditions, uh, is up even uh, a great on percentage terms even greater two hundred ninety three thousand jobs for a number that's at two point seven. Okay, so as you look at those data and say what what happened there, what happened inside that, you would have to say that there was a number there were new people entering the workforce. There were people who were, and those who entered the workforce were finding jobs, but it's possibly true that many of them who found jobs took part-time jobs rather than full-time jobs. Remember, you say, well, that's the census workers. That number's only 25,000, so that's not just census workers. That's a fraction of that number. So it can't be that. And that's the number that the people who liked this report just, just jumped right on um, just jumped right on uh, ye- uh, yesterday. Let me uh, let me start with uh, let's start with uh, this. Mitch Berg wannabe Jim Cramer. Okay, he's trying to look like Mitch. He's trying to sound like Mitch. He can't quite get the New York out of his voice, but he's really working it. Okay, Larry Kudlow stops by CNBC, or he doesn't actually go to CNBC. He's sitting in he's sitting somewhere inside. With the with the uh, with the green screen behind him, and the green screens portraying a a nice leafy picture uh, of the White House behind the trees, and and there they are, and and this is this cut takes a couple minutes, and I will stop and go. This Andrew says, stay on the pause button for me, please. This is cut number four. Um, a number to me that says things are good, but that if rates were lower. Things, amazingly, considering the fight we're having with the Chinese, the good fight, could be even better. What do you think? Well, I reckon that's correct. Um, Money markets and bond markets are expecting uh, monetary policy to lower the target rate, uh, certainly in September, probably October, too. But, Jimmy, I want to go back to these numbers because uh, I watched the coverage this morning among my dear friends and former colleagues. Look. 130,000 is a very solid number, but August is always a quirky month. Usually the print comes in too low for seasonal reasons, Stop. and then it's... 
right? You heard you heard uh, Cinderella say this uh, in in a clip we played earlier. So everyone it, everyone knows the August number, the payroll number in August is, is is a little strange. And I my theory of the case, having looked at the at the volatility of various subcategories, is that is that it's the education number and the re, and the rehiring of teachers that's causing that noise. Okay, uh, restart. Um, a number to me that says things are good, but that if rates were lower, things amazingly, considering the fight we're having with the Chinese, the good fight, could be even better. What do you think? Well, I reckon that's correct. Um, money markets and bond markets are expecting uh, monetary policy to lower the target rate, uh, certainly in September, probably October, too. But, Jimmy, I, I want to go back to these numbers because... Uh, I watched the coverage this morning among my dear friends and former colleagues. Look, 130,000 is a very solid number, but August is always a quirky month. Usually the print comes in too low for seasonal reasons, and then it's revised up. But here's a story. I want to break this with you and uh, David. Here's a story. The household survey, the household survey, from which unemployment is derived and tends to be dominated by small businesses. The household survey was up by 590,000, okay? 590,000. This is the third straight blowout month. The average is 373,000 for those two months. And one more, please. The civilian labor force increased by 571,000. This is also the third straight month. The average is 425,000. These are people, Jimmy, that last number, civilian labor force, they're coming out of the woodwork and they're coming back to work. So Pause. household survey. Right. So this is, this, is a, this is a key statistic, right? And 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 because he got an he he does get an advanced look. He's they had it they had it probably late Thursday afternoon. They seized on that particular point. It's a it's a valid point. Not just because it's one thing. If it was just one number, we'd say ah, it's just noise, right? Maybe. But it's been going up at this rate for two to three months, and you wonder if that's now not a trend where you're seeing some increase in in local in small business growth that is that is causing that can we continue from that point please out of the woodwork and they're coming back to work so household survey up five hundred and ninety thousand it's an unbelievable blowout number civilian labor force picks up by uh, five hundred seventy one thousand all i want to say is okay that so that that's that was all he wanted what well, was all he wanted to say but he did want to say one more thing which he gets to in a moment and you, what we'll do is we'll take a break here we'll tell you one more thing that he wanted to say right after this you are listening to the king banyan show on business 1440 <laughs> Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. 
I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personnel a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Of course we want to consider the legitimate asylum and uh, refugee claims, but we have limits. And that's the thing that's been missing from the immigration system debate. It's a night of no-holds-barred commentary with blogger and author Michelle Malkin. And that just tells you how twisted the priorities of Capitol Hill are, that they think it is more important to protect 700,000 illegal aliens in this country rather than get rid of these stupid programs that are endangering American lives. Join the conversation on Tuesday, September 24th at the AIM Center in Burnsville. Tickets start at just $12.80. There's also a limited number of elite VIP upgrades that will put you in the front row with a copy of Michelle's brand new book, Open Borders, Inc. Did we mention that VIP seating includes meet and greet access? Business 1440 presents an evening with Michelle Malkin. Tickets and details at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. <laughs> Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, 651-289-4477, questions, comments, etc., etc., etc. I love that. Uh, we, are, we are looking at the job support, and let's, take, let's just do one more quick dip with Larry Kudlow. He, we're, Larry will be back in the second hour with, with something, but I... It, it, it gets to something that it gets to something other than the jaws report, but uh, I think this is cut number five, please, Andrew, because this is important. Go ahead and play that cut. Final point here at the intro: American workers are getting paid now. Average hourly earnings, twelve month change, is three point two percent, but in the last three months, 
Average hourly earnings have picked up to 4%, 4.2% at an annual rate. And by the way, that's what the productivity numbers are showing. So look. So that, and that's, if productivity stays at this growth rate in that one and three quarters to 2% range, it's a very healthy number. And what's going to lift people up is this, is, is the fact that if you're in a tight labor market, if you look at the data, and I've, uh, we, have a new, we have a new quarterly business report out due here in the St. Cloud area tomorrow, and it'll be published in the St. Cloud Times. Um, I will tweet links to you with uh, the hashtag pound KBRS to the report so that you can see what we're saying. Um, one of the numbers that we pay close attention to is unemployment insurance claims. All right. That's a that's in many measures uh, where people are trying to create leading indicators. Unemployment claims, initial claims for unemployment are are what we use. And that number is at is not increasing. It's falling. It's continuing to fall. You do not see businesses, even those 58 or 48 percent of businesses who are not growing. You're not seeing unemployment. You're not seeing unemployment insurance claims pick up because those places are shedding that many workers. What is very fascinating is if you look at my favorite survey, right, the JOLT survey, Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, JOLTS for short, we're still in a place where the number of job openings that are being advertised by businesses is greater than the number of people looking for work. And when that's the case... You should see wages grow. It's the, you know, uh, President Kashkari in, in, our, in his comments yes, uh, on Wednesday where I was able to be, a, be the moderator. If you followed us back through Pound KBRS, you would be able to see that. See the, see that. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet that at the, at the uh, top of the hour so you can see what was there and see the entirety of the, uh, of the uh, uh, luncheon is available from the Minneapolis Fed's website. Uh, you can hear some of the questions that I ask and great questions from the audience. But one of the points he said, and this is and one of the points that you'll hear Jay Powell say, and I think I've got a clip to this in the next in the next hour to play for you from his time at the Swiss National Bank, is that is that the connector is wages. If wages rise at this rate, which they should because this is an economy that's working along. This is an economy that's supposed to be adding more jobs but struggling to find workers. Wages should get people to come off the bench. So there is a, there is a connective tissue in this story that connects to theory that says, says we... Businesses that are expanding need additional workers. When there are worker shortages, we see an increase in wages. That leads to further reductions in unemployment insurance claims because businesses want to hold on workers. And we're going to see wages rise, and we're going to see labor force participation rise. If you put that all together, the, this, the connect, this is a story that has the ability to connect various pieces of data that are working together. There is a competing narrative that has data backing it up, which is, look what purchasing managers are reporting. Look at all the information coming out of the manufacturing sector. Look at the trade war. Look at all of that. 
and put that together, and, and you have a story that says the trade war and manufacturing issues, slowdowns in Europe, Brexit, China, all of that is causing a, a slowdown in the manufacturing sector that will eventually spread into the non-manufacturing sector and we're going to head into a recession. Both those stories might be right. Both those stories might be right. I tend to think that there's a sufficient amount of data to support the first story over the second. As we were writing the report, I wrestled very hard with the question of, are we? is there enough data here to tell me we're heading into a recession? And I will say, I'm hinting at what, what you'll find in the newspaper tomorrow. It might be online already. Um, I'm hinting to you, eh, I don't think so. I don't think there's enough here to say recession yet. There are things that give me concern, but there's not enough yet to, to put, put me there. Um, and as you'll hear in the next hour, I think the... I think the people at the Federal Reserve and I think people around the uh, around the country are coming around to that very same view. You're beginning you're you're beginning to see more and more even central bankers in Europe and in Japan where Governor Kuroda of the uh, of the Japanese uh, central bank said longer dated bonds might have fallen a bit too far, quote unquote. Uh and and you you're beginning to see that people are, go, are sort of like, hey, wait a minute. Are we really heading into a recession? I think the jobs report, on balance, provided a story. Not that there's going to be a rate cut this month. I, I don't see how they walk away from that. But we might get another another month, another uh, uh, FOMC press conference where we talk about insurance cuts. And not the start of an additional, uh, start of a down cycle of cutting interest rates. It might be two in pause rather than one in pause. But two in pause wouldn't be bad. More in the hour of the Fed coming up next here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now... You can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock. 
but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. Are the kids okay? According to a new poll from the Wall Street Journal and NBC, just 30% of millennials and Generation Z say religion is important to them. Only 40% of young people say being patriotic is important, and one-third say having children is important. Polls come and go, but this data represents a real change in the thinking of America's young. If religion, country, and children aren't of great consequence, what is in this life? Staring at social media? Playing games? Watching movies? Something profound is happening in America. Our youth are in danger of living frictionless, commitment-free lives. We need a recovery of confidence in our first institutions, church, family, nation. We are, young people and older people alike, called to build a life on something more than our own self-interest. Let's get back to business. Let's look beyond ourselves. Let's do hard things. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance Defending Freedom. Protecting religious liberty. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.